Okay, welcome to episode 37, Explorers, and boy, have we had a busy day. We were all fresh from recording with our good friend, Clan Bandarorian. If you get a chance, check yeah. him out on Instagram and YouTube, especially if you love your Funkos and stuff. As usual then, <laughs> joining me fresh from her adventures, riding Tontons on Hoff, it's Taylor. <laughs> hey, guys. <laughs> and as always, the second whitest Jedi on the team, it's Jimmy. Hey guys. <laughs> Obviously, I'm on top as I won the Seriously Star Wars quiz last night with more points than Jimmy got. It's um, you hard wow. fought victory against uh, Brett, uh, Brett on Fett. And as you can see, we've also got another special guest with us. It's Martin from England. Hello. Ooh. Hello. How are you doing, Martin? You all right? <laughs> I'm good, thank you. How's everyone? Yeah, I'm good. Thank We're great. You very much. Thanks very much <laughs> for coming on the show as always. We appreciate your time, buddy. Well, thank you for having me. So, as always, you're probably wondering why we've got this handsome chap on our show. More on that later. As always, again, joining us this week on the Gaze Eccentric, we have two new followers. We've got uh, Justice Thibault and Joan Castillo. Again, thank you so much for all the support and love. We are really starting to take off now. So, again, if you don't want to miss out, make sure you hit the like and subscribe on our YouTube at Explore the Force. Search us up on Instagram and, again, hit that follow button. And we have a very active Facebook group. Again, Explore the Force. Come and join the fun. There's loads of stuff yeah, going on. chat with us. And who knows? <laughs> Let's see if you could end up on the show. So we'll start with you, Jimmy. How's your week been, buddy? Pretty good. Um, very cold. Very busy with swim meets. Like, we're in the heart of the boys' season. So um, but we got one more, like... I, Actually, when this comes out, we'll have three meets that week that this comes out, so it'll be pretty hectic. But um, everything else is everything else is pretty great, so I've no no complaints. Mega great news. What about you, Taylor? I know you've had a cold week at the zoo. Yes, it has been so cold, uh, shoveling a lot of snow. But the other day, I got to work inside one of the animal care uh, buildings, and I like crushed one of my fears by. Well, actually, I didn't really crush it. I could probably go back down being afraid again, but I actually held a hissing cockroach and I promptly sent a picture to you guys where you were both like, Ugh! which yeah, it was pretty freaky, but um, yeah. yeah, it was, I got to feel fear and then try to like filter it through like a Jedi, like nice. calm down right now. So that nice. was my week. Yeah. <laughs> Crazy. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah, not too bad. Uh, just busy with work as usual. Uh, did some more American mm. football yesterday, so I'm pretty tired from that. Um, the weather's pretty <laughs> bad over here at the minute, as uh, I'm sure Martin can tell us about in a minute. What about you, Martin? How's your week been? Yeah, week's been good, real good. Just spending time with family, work, work-life balance, you know. You know what it's like. Yeah, can't mm. complain. <laughs> good, good. Right, as always then, we're going to shot, uh, start the show Sorry, with our Force Encounters. So, as always then, uh, what we do, Martin, as you probably know because you are an avid listener anyway, we'll start off with what sort of um, Force Encounters we've had for the week. We'll give you a bit of time to think of something before we come to you, but we'll start with myself. Okay, so last night for me, I was on the Seriously Star Wars show quiz. I know we had quite a few explorers tune in, giving me some support. Some also trolling me, which was hilarious, Jimmy. <laughs> uh, but I did come out victorious. So we've had two of us on the show at the minute. Two of us have won. Taylor's left to go on there and keep the record clean, I'm sure. Oh my gosh, I'm going to come out with like the worst score of any person who's ever been on the show before because I can't be put on the spot. I don't know why. And yet I do it to myself every week. So I don't know. We'll see. Good. We'll see. Speaking of putting Taylor on the spot then, have you got any force encounters for us? Um, I actually had quite a few this week, but I'll cut it right down to the most important one. I got go my two 
custom lightsabers. Um, they're dueling sabers, and they have this connector piece in the middle, so I can put them into a big Darth Maul saber if I want to. And they're gold and silver, nice. and I can change the colors, and they're just so fun to play with. Oh my gosh. I think my neighbors must think I'm nuts. Um, but even my husband and my youngling have been playing with them a ton when I'm at work. Mm-hmm. So, because I can tell because the battery's awesome. dead when I get home. <laughs> great stuff. Great stuff. So, I love that you call I, your kid a youngling as well. That's fantastic. Yes. Okay. <laughs> you guys have to get one of these dueling sabers. They're so fun to play with. Like, until you actually hold one, you don't even know. <laughs> you have not met my daughter, trust me. <laughs> I would have. I, I will one day. Had one. <laughs> what about you, Jimmy? Um, side note, Taylor needs some new lamps and windows and mirrors are probably all shattered throughout <laughs> her house. But, yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, mine, same thing, lots of different things. I'm still kind of riding the high from the, uh, the birthday show. I just want to say <laughs> thank you to everybody that meant the world. Um, <laughs> I keep telling everybody that Darth Vader wished me happy birthday. So, <laughs> and, uh, but yeah, that, and then of course, uh, we just published the, uh, the ghost build, which took a little longer than I expected. Thank goodness for some snow days or we still building <laughs> it. Um, but yeah, check that out on TikTok, YouTube, some other things. I'll make a short of it. I got to get it down to a minute. Um, but yeah, so just kind of riding that high from last weekend. And, nice. Uh, playing with my Legos. <laughs> yeah. That is nice. a beautiful video, by the way. It's like Thank so you. fun for someone who doesn't have the patience to actually build one of these things myself. Watching you build it is like, it's awesome. I love it. Yeah, it's an absolute cracker. You can capture it on our Facebook group, Explore the Force, and also on our YouTube channel, Explore the Force. What about you, Martin? What have you got for us? Well, for me, um, I had a Force encounter moment um, where I was feeling uh, my emotions, I should say. I was feeling a bit agitated, craggy, and I took a look at my Yoda statue that I have, and I thought, well, you know, what would Yoda do, do or do not? There's no try. So I just took a few deep, calming, inhaling breaths and then just let it all go. And then, yeah, felt much better for it. Nice. Nice. Excellent. Awesome. Wise words from the master himself. Master Mead's already (laughs) implementing his wisdom on tools. Excellent. (laughs) Okay, so without any further ado then, okay, let's head over to Batu and see what news we've got coming out of there then. The Thrawn Alliance's comic book looks to be the visual telling of the book by Timothy Zahn's from 2018. This story follows Thrawn with Vader and flashes back to a Clone Wars when Thrawn and Anakin Skywalker must team up on the planet Batuu. StarWars.com has a preview of it for anyone that is interested in getting a sneak peek. Yeah, this is coming out pretty soon, I think, right? I yeah. Mean, so... I think the first five to seven pages are up on um, StarWars.com. And I think this Wait. is a pretty clever idea. We were just talking about this with, with Brandon, um, about people who don't read the books. But this is a pretty fun story. And this is a great way to get that story out to more people. So I'm excited. Yeah. I know I have it pre-ordered and ready to go. Oh. Yeah. What about you, Dev? Are you excited? I'm very excited. I didn't know about that at all. I've got the novel. I haven't got around to reading it yet. So, yeah, I'm all for the comics, definitely. Yeah, same. Same. I have the books, but I haven't read them. (laughs) Nice. Cool, awesome. So, uh, Darth Maul sat down with Bo-Katan, not literally, obviously. Basically, what's happened there, Sam Whitrat joined uh, Kate Sackhoff on her podcast, blah, blah, blah. Uh, they talked about voice acting, Lucasfilm, loyalty, and much, much more. It's definitely worth checking out on YouTube or your podcast uh, provider of choice. I know Katie Sapkoff's uh, been doing quite a bit um, of, of late with her uh, podcast, and it is actually pretty decent. Highly oh. recommend uh, if you get a chance to, to listen to it. So I'll be tuning in, as always, and uh, having a listen and see what's going on there, then. Yeah, lots of tidbits. I know that she had Bryce Dallas Howard on. It looks like from the preview of this episode, I watched it this afternoon, that um, she had Migna went on. And I, I haven't seen that one yet, so I'm looking wow. forward to that. But yeah. it's kind of fun because they, they talk a lot of things. It's kind of real casual if you haven't yeah. watched them yet. 
And uh, and then they get into it, and Kitty Sackhoff was talking in this one about how loyal she is to Lucasfilm because of how well they treat them and yeah. how great they are to them. So it's nice to hear, Good. Yeah. you know, the actors and the voice actors and things like that that are like they want to fight people who say bad things about Lucasfilm. So yeah, that's pretty cool. It's, it makes me happy to hear that they're uh, treating people well. So, um, and breaking news this week, we almost had a different princess. So here's a short clip from the Jimmy Fallon interview uh, with Jodie Foster, and she talks about this back in the night, what about 1975, probably. Been yeah. uh, in so many iconic uh, roles, and uh, obviously we we love what you do. But I saw this on the internet just resurface somehow that said that you were offered the role of Princess Leia in <laughs> yeah. Star Wars. Is I was, yeah, and they were going for younger, you know, Princess Leia. But I had um, a conflict. I was doing a Disney movie, and. Um, I just didn't want to pull out of the Disney movie because I had already I was already under contract, so yeah. I didn't do it. And you know, they did an amazing job. I don't know how good I would have been. I know I might <clears> had <throat> different hair. You know, <laughs> I yeah, had, you know, yeah, was that? I might have gone with a. <laughs> interesting. All right. Very interesting. Yeah, I think um, this might be something we need to revisit. You know, the idea that they were going to go, because back then she was like a young kid. She'd been 13, yeah. 14 years old. So maybe that's a topic for another time. But, Mal, that's crazy to think that it was, you know, another just another example from what we talked about last week of the stars aligning for the Star Wars galaxy to take off. So what do you guys think about that? Yeah, it's interesting. Definitely interesting. Uh, I'm happy, obviously, with Carrie Fisher. Oh yeah, because that's what obviously we've we've brought up with. I'd have liked to see Jodie Foster though as a, a as a princess. Leia. I wouldn't wouldn't say no to it at all. She's extremely talented. Um, but yeah, very very interesting clip. That I definitely think we'll be uh, looking into that a bit more. What about you, Taylor? Uh, I think honestly, one of the last times that I watched uh, A New Hope was the first time I looked at Luke and Leia being kids. Um. I don't know why, but it just hit me like, wow, these yeah. are a bunch of young kids that are going through this like crazy, like his master's dead, like all of this. But to see someone who's even yeah. younger than Carrie Fisher, younger than what they were 17 and 18 when they were filming, like what, 13, 14, that would have been crazy. But, and I think it would have been a little bit wrong. We're not going to go that far, but I... Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if she was actually offered the role. If it was like you're offered an audition, because I feel like that sounds kinda... like she was. Like she turned it down because she was under contract. contract. With yeah, yeah. Interesting. What do you think, Mida? Oh, I I didn't know anything about that. It was really yeah. really interesting to see. Good. So that's that's two exclusives then with Mida. We've already. What <laughs> yeah. um, exclusive news we got, Jimmy? All right, so according to StarWars.com, uh, Dave Filoni, whose storytelling skill has helped bring Ahsoka, The Mandalorian, Star Wars, The Clone Wars, and other Star Wars series to life, will be honored for his career achievements in animation and beyond with um, George Powell Memorial Award at his year, at this year's Saturn Awards. Uh, Dave's work has had a profound impact on Star Wars franchise, breathing new life into beloved characters and expanding the universe in exciting, unexpected ways. Academy President Robert Huglin and Saturn Awards producer Bradley and Kevin Marcus say of Lucas, chief creative officer, he is a true visionary in the world of animation and storytelling, and we are truly honored to bestow this very special award to him. So that's pretty cool that he's yeah. getting recognized for everything he's done, um, and you know, just more coming. I hope so. Yeah, we we, we know he's the savior of Star Wars, if you like, or the, ne <laughs> the next man after George Lucas for the helm. Uh, yeah. I, I wouldn't say it comes as a great surprise, if I'm totally honest, but it's definitely well-deserved. Definitely well-deserved. Cool. Last bit of news that we've got is June of last year, Lucasfilm, as you know, announced three uh, release dates for three new Star Wars films. We had May the 22nd, 2026, December 18th, 2026, and December 17th, 2027. However, Lucasfilm did not say or uh, say which or what Star Wars films movies would be coming out on those dates. Now we know there is a film in the works with the Mandalorian and Grogu. We also know mm. there's a film with uh, Ray Skywalker at the minute uh, in the mix, and obviously we know that we've got a super prequel film 
again, that's been spoken about, but we've not really seen too much of it. Now, there's lots of rumours floating around at the minute about the Ray Skywalker film, that it could land in theatres on December the 18th, 2026, uh, and it will not release in May 2026. Um, that date has been marked for the recently announced Mandalorian Grogu, so that tells us we're potentially getting two Star Wars films in um, one year. Um, Again, these aren't definite dates. These are just rumours that we're hearing. There's loads mm. of stuff going around, complete and utter rumours. Nothing's in cement, as we know, <laughs> to, an, to a degree. However, another uh, rumour that we've uh, come across is that Disney, uh, sorry, that Daisy Ridley is apparently being paid $12.5 million, uh, for her return as uh, Rey Ooh. Skywalker. $12.5 million. Wowza. Um, I love how she said, oh, it was the script that sold me on it. Yeah. Honey, yeah. was it? <laughs> oh, I'm sure. Oh, I'm sure. Um, but I think this all goes back to what Jimmy was saying last week, where it's, we're getting a bit sick and tired of what ifs. We want what is. Mm-hmm. That's what we want. Now, I think, I think it's time that Lucasfilm came out and they, they settled us down, so to speak, because people obviously get excited and then, just like Christmas, you get excited for so long and then you start getting irritated and angry because the little kid comes out and you just want, 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 which I totally get. I totally feel the same way. But please, please, just cement a date in or a rough date, so to speak, and give us something to, to aim for. What do we think of that, Jimmy? Yeah, I mean, this is coming on the back of rumours about the movie being postponed indefinitely and just all kinds of drama. I don't know... <sighs> I would like this to get through a movie without all the drama too, but 12.5 million sounds fair for actors and actresses these days. Um, I mean, I think what like Tony Stark uh, actor, Robert Downey Jr. was making like 20 million or something crazy like that. So, um, you know, that's fine. I don't care as long as she's, they got her maybe they pin her down for a few movies. You know, she really hasn't done, she hasn't done much else since star Wars. And, um, you know, that's true. But yeah, I'm I'm excited for, it and I think you're right. Like we just we just said this on the on Brando's show. Is like we just need some dates, like something to look forward to. Like tell us when yeah. Acolyte's coming, tell us when Skeleton Crew's coming, so Jack can get pumped for it. You know, <laughs> um, just give us something that actually happens. And like you said, Jack, I think everyone will be a little bit happier and calm everyone down. Yeah, one hundred percent. Cool. So that wraps up the news then for this week. Okay then, so on to the main topics of the show. Now, as you've probably seen and heard, and as always, he's implied some of his wise advice, we are joined by Martin, also known as Mido. Martin then has been doing an item extravagant for about 365 days. At this point of listening to this podcast, he has finally finished. Uh, No spoilers of what the final item could be. I'm sure we're all super excited. Martin, (laughs) I'm sure you're absolutely pumped. If this was Tuesday now, how do you reckon you'd be feeling? Buzzing and sad. I'm a little bit sad, but, you know, I can't believe it. I, yeah, I, I, I'm, that's where I am. I just can't believe it. Awesome. Yeah, I followed you pretty much from the start uh, when I first met yeah. you. Um, just let the guys and girls know where they can find you, mate, and your channels and stuff like that. Promote yourself a little bit. Sure. Thank you. Um, so I'm on TikTok, Instagram and threads and youtube all at the medalorian so the medalorian is a combination of the mandalorian and mead so m-e-a-d medalorian happy days awesome <laughs> uh, and as you'll see again i'm not trying to give too much away but you'll see the power of star wars combined with the power of the wife and you'll see the ultimate victor in one of these uh, special <laughs> items which i thought was a fantastic idea I definitely wouldn't be using that going forward. Now, uh, a bunch of questions for yourself then, Martin, just to get you started. Obviously, at this point, uh, what, we, what would you be on today? 300, I think it was 62, wasn't it, today? Yeah, 60, no, 63. 63 was today, I believe. Yeah. Um, so up until this point, okay, what has been your favourite part of the experience? What have you enjoyed the most? Just the overwhelming camaraderie from all the, all the fans. I've just been bowled away, bowled over by everyone. I've been very fortunate and very lucky to have so much positivity. And I know it's 
not um, in a per we don't live in a perfect world, but yeah, I'm so lucky. I'm so grateful and really, really happy. Awesome. And that just shows the power of the community once it all gets together. Uh, we saw it again last week when we made a grown man cry. So moving on to the next <laughs> no one. Proof. No proof. <laughs> what has been your least favourite part of the experience then? What have you not enjoyed? So least favourite for me is um, not being able to take a break from social media and yeah. not being able to get my headspace and and also days where I've not been uh, mentally strong or um, yeah or days where I've been ill that where I've you know been committed to this and had and got my posts out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is it is tough as any podcast. Uh, People can tell you, obviously, we're in three different time zones. Uh, <laughs> and we've been through everything. We've been through hurricanes. <laughs> so, yeah, like, we, actually. <laughs> actual hurricanes when I was in Belize. I'll, I'll never forget that for as long as I live. Um, but, yeah, I feel you on that, Martin. Jimmy, got any questions you want to ask him? Yes, Martin. So, again, when this comes out, you'll be all finished, and I can't wait to see what the last item is. Would you do it again? So, you know, with the experience, it sounds like it's been pretty positive. I, um, would you do it all over again? Would you take a year off and come back? Or would you? are you going to start three, Star Wars 365 on Wednesday, part oh. two? <laughs> Spoilers, no. I, I would absolutely 100% come back and do it again. But I'd probably, like you say, I'd probably have a break year out or a couple of years just to add to the collection. Yeah. yeah. Very cool. Um, what's your biggest takeaway from this experience? Like, you know, this is a full on commitment. I mean, you know, people probably like, well, he's just showing his star Wars stuff. Like that's not that difficult, but you know, the behind the scenes editing and, you know, um, getting everything put up and not forgetting and, you know, life gets in the way sometimes. Uh, what's been the biggest takeaway from, you know, this experience for you? Uh, the, the, um, the commitment and just, having to just double check and recheck and making sure that I've not, you know, doubling up or tripling up on things and, mm-hmm. and the support, the yeah. support of like you guys and everyone and the shout outs and yeah. So happy, overwhelming. And I, I would say to anyone wanting to do it, go for it. If you've got, if you've got the things, yeah. And, and, your people love to see your passion. Yeah. Yeah, completely yeah. agree with you on that, buddy. Uh, well, Martin, I've been watching um, most days. I mean, if I don't <laughs> see one of your days, it's probably because I just haven't even really looked at social media because um, I follow you on a few different platforms. But what was your favorite item up until today that you've showed us? So... The surprise one, uh, I would say the Micro Machines Death Star. Um, Love just, that. Oh, big day 38 it was. And um, I showed it as I usually do in my videos. And I can't believe it. The amount of likes, comments, shares, everything, all the interest around it. And I'm not yeah. kidding you. Even right up until today, people are still commenting, liking the video, and it, it's nice. blown up. So, so oh, that's so fun. The nostalgia. I had that when I was a kid. Yeah, the little, mm. um, little uh, skeletons, burnt out skeletons of Aunt Beru, and thingies <laughs> where you could just flip, flip them around in the desert a bit, couldn't you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I loved it, and it come with the come with the creature now, the massive tall creature. And the Falcon on the outside. Oh, I absolutely love that. I'd actually buy that again, I think, if I seen that in the shop. Oh. There it is. I can see that's why see that's why that's everyone's favourite. <laughs> <laughs> so saying that, do you have like a day that was your favorite day to have something out that like most people commented on, or would it have been that one? Um so yeah, I'm going to go for day 38. I'm going to go for the Micro Machines yeah. Death Star. Yeah, that's my favourite. Um, just it's Everyone's favourite. <laughs> because when I first started, I was worried about what people would think um, 
Yeah. They'd want the big grand items and I couldn't do that all the time. And to me, that's not really, you know, huge. And so, yeah, I'm really surprised. <laughs> nice. So I think the big question and the final question, Martin, what is next? I, um, I have no idea. You know that you hear that, that sound. <laughs> what are you going to do tomorrow? I have no idea. But yeah, I, I've got um, hopefully more conventions to go to, more Star Wars autographs um, from the actors. Yep. And I've got a few ideas for interviews as well, talking to some of the actors nice. from the films and the TV shows. Awesome. Yeah. Nice. Awesome. So thank you very much, Martin, obviously, for, for coming on. Uh, obviously, you're going to stay on now. I'm going to lead us nicely into our next topic, which is then the Grey Jedi. All <laughs> right. So, yes. Yeah, so again, Martin, thank you again. And it also, if um, you're interested, you can go back. Martin and I did an interview. You were about halfway through, right, when you, you and I met up and had a little interview together. And you can see uh, you sound just as excited as you were back then. So uh, <laughs> that's pretty awesome. Sounds like it was an awesome, positive experience. But now we're going to go into something. I guess it's controversial. I mean, some people get real upset about this topic. Some people don't care. Um, but we're going to talk about Grey Jedi, yes or no. All right. We're going to just talk about things. Now, we don't do a lot of like legend stuff here, but this no, this yeah. definition kind of comes from the legends. And from yeah. what I've read, there were legends Jedi, but we're going to focus on some stuff and some people and just some different things about it. So um, according to legends, the term Grey Jedi or Grey had two meanings. First, it was used by Jedi and Sith to describe Force users who walked the line between the light and the dark sides of the Force without surrendering to the dark side. And second, it described a Jedi who distanced themselves from the Jedi High Council and operated outside the structure of the Jedi Code. However, those who were considered true gray Jedi met both qualifications and did not belong to any particular Force tradition. So I think it's important that you remember both... Um, both definitions as we move forward. And then, um, yeah. so I guess my first question is when I say the phrase gray Jedi, what's the, like, what, how, what's your immediate reaction? Like, what do you guys think? Like, or yeah, or that's what it needs to be. <laughs> or like, where are you guys at with it? Cause I mean, this topic fires a lot of people up. They get real angry about it and it can go as far. I mean, I've seen some discussions that did not end uh, well. So, Taylor, oh, man. what do you think when I say Grey Jedi? Well, I'm not going to go freaking out over it, but to me, <laughs> it is simple. There is no such thing as a Grey Jedi. Because oh. why wouldn't it be called a Grey Sith? Right? Like, I don't know, a Force user that came from the Sith that's kind of walking the line of dark side and light how come it automatically goes to Jedi? Like, as we've gotten all these High Republic books, um, we've read that there's a lot of different religions out there that use the Force, not just Jedi and not just Sith. So, to me, those are just going to be Force users because Jedi is a religion and it's just what some Force users choose to do. And some Force users choose to go to the Sith or the super dark side and some are just in the middle. Like, some people... I don't know. There's no Jedi code. I don't like that. Gray, gray Jedi code, I mean. What do you think, Martin? Oh, sorry. Yeah. So, <laughs> for me, I'm going to say, I'm going to agree with Taylor. I'm, I'm a bit of a stickler for continuity and consistency for the wars. So, yeah. It, it's light and dark. You can't... For me personally, and I know, you know, there are fans and people out there, and if they want the Grey Jedi and they, they, they're happy for that, then that's fine. You know, you do you. But I, <laughs> you know, yeah. It's Jedi, Sith. All right. It looks like I got some work to do on you guys here, so this should be interesting the next okay, little bit. Go. Jack, what about you, man? You in I'm line with it. these two? I'm all yeah. For it. Oh. oh, I love the Grey okay, Jedi. Okay, Martin, stuff. you and I are right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I really like it. I like, I like how the, I like how someone can use both sides of the force, and not necessarily means that they're good nor nor they're bad. 
Uh, yeah. It's sort of like that Robin Hood. You know, Robin Hood. Robin Hood steals from the from the rich and gives to the poor. Does that make him a good guy though? Because he's stealing. Um, but yeah, I really like the idea of a, of a grey Jedi. I do like the code as well that it, that it does talk about because there is sort of a, a canon code, if you like. That yeah, takes I'm going to show it here in a minute. So. Um, yeah, it takes both aspects of the Force, but yeah, I'm yeah. a fan of it, mate. All right. What about you, Jimmy? Yeah, kind of. Yeah, I kind of have to fall in there. And when I think Grey Jedi, and people who've listened to our podcast know, I love the Bendu. Yeah. He's the mm. one in the middle. And I feel like that's where the Grey Jedi can kind of fit in, or Grey Force users. Yeah. Uh, I mean, the name is fine, whatever. I mean, I'm the Bendu. I'm the one in the middle. He doesn't call himself, you know, the way he he says it, we talked about it. yeah, like he doesn't give himself a title. I think he's trying to say, yeah, so like a title, and yeah. um, so I think that they do exist, and I and I got a list of about five or six that we're going to talk about, and we'll see if we can change anyone's minds or if some of you guys <laughs> can change my minds a little bit. But I think they exist. I think that um, that, that it could be a possible route that like Dave Filoni, who you know we just talked about, might take some of his characters and things like that, but um. I'm going to share this with you guys real, with the with the show real quick. And it says, and my next question is going to be, do you think this is something that should be in Star Wars? And it sounds like, you know, we're split 50-50 here, which is awesome. I love that. Mm. Um, so we should have a good discussion here. But here's the code. Let me see if I can bring it up. We'll share that. And it says the gray code. And there, there's, a, there's a Sith code and a Jedi code. They're very, all very similar. But... Um, this one says, there is no dark side nor light side. There is only the force. I will do what I must to keep the balance. There is no good without evil, but evil must not be allowed to flourish. There is passion, yet peace. There is serenity, yet emotion. There is chaos, yet order. So um, you can see that they do have that. Now, I have seen researching for this. I've seen this code. You know, there's a definite Sith and Jedi codes yeah. And I've seen different versions of this. They all kind of stem from um, the uh, Legends material, but I've seen yeah. different versions of it, and this is the most kind of consistent. And this is from CBR.com. I want to give them credit for the work they've done. But, um, but yeah, so that's, you know, they talk about walk in the middle. So I guess, you know, that's the Jedi Code. We're split here 50-50 on whether we think it should be in Star Wars or not. So my yeah. question to you guys then would be, is using the dark side force powers enough to make you a gray Jedi? Because we have a lot of people in Star Wars that have done things in canon. Um, what does that make a Jedi then if they, they tap over? Because we see a lot of it in um, the High Republic. We've seen a lot of it mm -hmm. in sequels. We've seen a lot of it in the original trilogy. So I've got some stuff I want to bring to your guys' attention, but what do you guys think right off the bat when I say that, like if a force user uses dark side powers, does that make them a gray Jedi automatically or just they're losing their no. control? No, I think, I think I it's think just their, yeah. Go on, Ty. No, I was going to say, it, it just sounds like a Jedi who's lost their way at that point, or it could be vice versa. A Sith has lost their way. Like we know El's our man, but he tries to be so great and tries to stay with his like religion, right? I just I I understand there being force users that are in the middle that are balanced and they're like, no no, the Jedi are wrong because they're all light, which creates the dark all on this side, and I want to be in the middle. But just calling it a gray Jedi doesn't really make sense to me. Like I don't know. Okay. Yeah. I think for me, you can use the dark side of the force as a great Jedi as long as you don't succumb to the dark side. You know, and it's the same thing with uh, going the opposite way as well. You, you're not you're not following an order either. You're basically just doing your own thing. I think. Yeah. You know, you've got you've got the powers, and that's what really appeals to me. Just having mm. having the power of both, you know, and just yeah, just doing your own thing. Because well, you know my thoughts on the Jedi order as it is, but. <laughs> being a grey Jedi, you know, you can you can rock your own boat, so to speak. What do you think, Mida? When you first mentioned the, ter the term of grey Jedi, my mind did actually go to the Bendu, because um, like you say, he's in the middle. Um, I don't know as well, I'm thinking Qui-Gon, maybe, because of the hmm. not being with the council. Yeah. I think 
I think that we have seen, as you say, Jedi um, yeah. use... Wander, yeah. Y- yeah, Wander. Yeah, um, it's good that you mentioned him because I've got an example uh, where I believe that he isn't a great Jedi. I've got an example of someone else that makes them a great Jedi in, 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 in sense as well. What about you, Jimmy? What do you reckon? I don't know. It's difficult because, like, we've seen it, and, I'm, we're, and I guess we'll kind of answer this more as we start going through these different characters. Um, and I've I left a couple off of here. Like you said, Mace Windu, right? Um, and my thing is, mm. it's you know, does the idea of a gray Jedi fly in the in the face of the Force? You know, or just the light side of the Force? You know, the Sith have their own rules; they can do whatever they want. They're yeah. basically just the opposite. And then you've got the light side of the force. Like it makes sense to me personally to have something in the middle. Um, yeah. Yeah. But, uh, you know, just using, using a dark, you know, dark sides, uh, skills, force, you know, powers. I don't think necessarily makes you a, uh, a bad guy, but as Jack, yeah. you said that I think the Robin hood reference was spot on. You do yeah, good things. Good. You do good things to help people, but you're doing it in a violent way. You know, does that make you a good person? You know, like the so you, know, you sit there and you look at like, yeah, like look at Marvel movies where they have like their anti heroes. You know, going around uh, and just like even, even that. If we stuck if we stuck it to Star Wars, and you look at the the rebels, and obviously I've just read aftermath aftermath as well. Like blowing up that Death Star killed thousands of people, millions. millions you know, right? Were 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 the were the rebels really terrorists? <laughs> you know, trying to overthrow a government. Well, there's absolutely loads to it. Yes, obviously, we know how the, the government got into power, but isn't that the same for all governments around the world? But that's a different subject altogether. <laughs> but going back to Star Wars, you know, there's, there's plenty of people, like you're saying there, mate, you know, you, you're doing good to one person, but you're actually doing bad to another. Mm. Balance. So, yeah, it's what <laughs> very, I think. Very the, interesting. Yeah. All right, well, we're going to dive into a few characters here, and we'll, we'll discuss each one. So here we go. All right. So my first example, and I think this one kind of fits into that second uh, description, and it's going to be Qui-Gon Jinn, right? If Qui-Gon doesn't die, he's going to disobey the Jedi Order, and he's going to take Anakin as his Padawan. Mm-hmm. Um, does he fa- does he fall into this gray Jedi, or is he just... Is he just a Jedi who doesn't want to do what the council tells him to? Does it, being a Jedi mean you have to be part of the council? I, mean, I guess there's tons of questions we could ask, but yeah, um, you know, like does that make Qui Gon, who some people think he's more Jedi than the mm. council, but does that make him a great Jedi in the eyes of the council? If you know if that term exists or not, you know, or is he just a big pain in yeah. the butt? <laughs> no, I think I think the last thing mate is just a pain in the butt. I mean, you've got to be careful with the Jedi and the Sith is totally different, in my opinion, to light side and dark side. You don't have to be a Jedi to be in the light side. You don't have to yeah. be a Sith. Well, pretty much do, to be fair, though, to a dark side. So I think him turning away from the Jedi Order doesn't make him a Sith. It doesn't make him a grey Jedi. He hasn't used any form of dark power, so he's not really dapped into the dark side to yeah. make him grey. He, he literally, like you said there, Jimmy, he's, he's turned away from the Jedi Order. He still believes in all you know, good things and all that good stuff. Kind of similar to um, Ahsoka when she turns turns back. Mm. You know, she's still a Jedi in essence, but we'll, we'll come on to Ahsoka uh, later yeah. on, I'm sure. What do you think about it, Almeida? I think a good example that I'm going to throw forward is Quinlan Voss. Is Yeah. You see him in the Clone Wars and you read the Dark Disciple novel. Yeah, he's cutting pretty... A pretty fine line, <laughs> in my opinion. What do you um, reckon, Ty? I think, I think we almost need to take the council out of this for a bit because the council seems to always be, um, it seems to be very uh, man- manipulable, manipulatedable by the Republic. Like, um, I just think, think of Qui Gon Jinn. Yeah, he yeah. follows the light. He's listening to the Force. But he's, but he's also taking the teachings that he's learned from the Jedi. So the ancient Jedi teachings and the lessons, I think, are all still there. And the beliefs and the, and 
um, like the meditation and all of the knowledge that's been passed down over the hundreds of years. I believe that is the light of yeah. the Jedi. And I feel like some of the Jedi, like Orla Jereni and some of the books, Master Comac, also in Higher Public, they believe in the Jedi. They believe in the light of the Force, but it's the High Council that they don't agree with. And I don't think that yeah. should make them a gray Jedi. I think that the council just gets persuaded too easily. So, that's yeah. Yeah, that'll be a topic for another <laughs> for the Jedi Council. The council <laughs> frustrates me. So, all right, yeah, yeah. It's every 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 time period. It's frustrating. How about okay, we're going to jump around different uh, eras and different things, but we're going to jump into the High Republic since you brought it <laughs> up, Taylor. Ty Yorick. <gasps> monster hunter i love her using the force but not being a jedi what does her force abilities i mean she had a master yeah. she's actually from what we understand taking on a, a padawan and we're gonna get some more um we're getting some more comics of hers i think in april or may they're gonna start yes. coming out oh my gosh. uh tyork high republic doing good things not necessarily a jedi does <laughs> not is not looking to help people she's looking to make money yeah. So what do you guys think yeah. about Ty? I love Ty. I've read everything that I can on her. Um, I love her in like at the Republic fair. Um, but you got like, mm -hmm. yes, she wants to do good things. Yes. She's a saber for hire. She, she doesn't do good things all the time. And like spoilers, she tried to stab Elzar right through the chest with her lightsaber and like failed. So she's, originally from Jedi. She has Jedi training, but she doesn't really pay attention to what's dark side and light side. She's got her force powers and she's making her way through the galaxy how she can. She's surviving. So she... Does she get the title Jedi though? No, I wouldn't say Jedi because she... She just leaves as a she Padawan. She does choose she? to leave because she doesn't agree with the council. <laughs> Um, so she does have the training to be a Jedi. She leaves. She does not have the same beliefs as the Jedi. So different from quite different nice. from Qui Gon. Okay. I she'd be a great. What do, what do you reckon, Mida? I I do think she strays the line bigger. She's she's more using the powers of the Force for a, for the bounty hunting. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, good point. I think Jimmy. she's your um, High Republic Robin Hood, Jack. Yeah. Right? <laughs> she's taking money, but she's doing things, you know, and she's kind of like the reluctant hero. I think, well, it's hard to say because we've never seen, like, this is why I'm excited for the Acolyte, too. Like, what happened? Like, I want to see these bad force users because every Jedi we've seen or gray Jedi or a person, you know, bounty hunter that uses the force, they all tend to do good mm. things, right? They always end up doing the right thing. And is that the force manipulating, like not manipulating, but choosing people it knows are inherently good. You know, like, cause I mean, we're yeah. going to talk about other, other people here in a second too. Um, but yeah, for, for me, I, I would say, I don't know if she even falls in that category of Jedi or hmm. not. I mean, she's more of like a bounty yeah. hunter almost yeah. for me. So um, this next one might be some, might be spoilery, <laughs> at least for Taylor. Eh, it's okay. But um, <laughs> Cal Kestis, right? If you're a fan of, Martin, do you play the uh, Fallen Order and Survivor games? Yep. <laughs> okay, so you've you've beaten survivor and you've seen what happens at the end of survivor and we'll try to keep it as you know non-spoiler as possible <laughs> but is cal kestis walking that line is he going to be a great jedi is he going to do um you know he's he's gonna have a he has himself a lady he has um he does some things at the end of the game that you know a lot of things that are against the code but he's still trying to do the right thing for people where yeah. does he fall I'm going to say I, I feel like Cal is a, a Jedi. He, he wants to be a Jedi, wants to do the right thing, but he doesn't know his place anymore. It, yeah, okay. almost like a, a man without a home. Does that oh. make sense? Oh, yeah. Okay. 
Okay. All right. All right. Nice. What about you, Taylor? I know you haven't gotten to play that, but I, you know, Cal Kestis. Just, just in the fact that him and Marin are going to have, yeah, like, you know, you know well, this. Like, you read the book, you read the <laughs> stars. Like, you know that those two have yeah. some, some tension. If yeah. You um. Well, it looks like <laughs> I don't know. It's almost like I want to say he's an a non traditional Jedi. Ah, referencing Jack's saying, Jedi, uh, huh? yeah, because <laughs> um, it's not like he wants to do anything out of his own malice, right? He's doing stuff yeah. to help people. Um, but I think he's, he is straying a little bit away from the Jedi code, but he's doing it all in the name of good. Correct. That's what I get from it. Not playing the survivor game. Um, but I've seen a lot of spoilers. So, okay. (laughs) Yeah. He taps into some stuff. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) So, So Jack, what do you think? I think, controversial point, I think Cal Castus is the first official uh, Grey Jedi. And the reason being is because the stuff he taps into, it doesn't go as far as others have. Mm. So for me, I'll leave it nice and short, he is, for me, the first official Grey Jedi. Mm. Like if it doesn't overtake him. I I don't have much to add to that, Jack. I kind of... Yeah, I kind of feel like you're right. I think this might be the introduction. I do have... Something I think might happen, um, like a little, you know, not smaller, <laughs> but maybe prediction. But yeah, I think that he might be the first gray Jedi that we yeah. see. Um, but we'll, yeah, we'll we'll see. I don't know. It's it's a tough one. Like that's what's hard about this question. I know people get real fired up about it, but like we're just having obviously we're having some fun with it, um, you know. But is it just the terminology, you know? Because it feel like we're like, well, he's non-traditional. <laughs> is that what great Jedi means? You know, like, like I said, I think the difference. You guys are both like, well, he's non-traditional, <laughs> but he's not a great Jedi, but he is a non-traditional Jedi. Like, is it just terminology it's so hard. arguing about here? It's for me. It's 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 the it's 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 the Force users that can use both sides of the Force, but not become a Jedi or a Sith or go mm-hmm. fully into the light and dark. <sighs> that's what it is for me, and that's the that's the major difference between him and people like yeah, Qui-Gon Jinn. I see that. You know, Qui-Gon Jinn never once tapped mm-hmm. into the dark side. Cal Kestis did. But he wasn't a six. Yeah. All right. Well, what about Mace Windu then? Like his whole fighting style is based on tapping into the dark side. <laughs> but he's on and the console. But, <laughs> but he doesn't use. But he's not using dark. He's not using dark force powers or anything either. And he's and you can tell with the code that he lives by. He lives by that Jedi code. But he supposedly taps into the dark side for his lightsaber dueling. That's why he's so fierce and hard to mm-hmm. defeat. I don't know. Because, I mean, I there's know. some pretty strict rules for the Jedi about not tapping in or getting into the uh, the dark side. Hey, well, so we'll 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 we're going to be getting a Mace Windu book soon. Yeah. So I guess that hopefully that'll answer some of our questions. Ooh, yes. <laughs> Great shout. <laughs> yeah, that's an excellent point. <laughs> Martin, are you excited for that book? Yeah, I'm, uh, I am. I'm excited for more Force books. we got that Force um, Jedi Council one coming up as well. Yeah, yeah, that'll be great. <laughs> All right. All right, so I've got one. Um, I'm going to jump around here a little bit. What about Luke Skywalker? I mean, think about him in Return of the Jedi. He walks into Vader, or not Vader, he, he walks into um, Jabba's palace and he force chokes the Gamorrean guards. That doesn't seem like a very <laughs> uh, Jedi thing to do. <gasps> Um, right. and you know, we know that there was a version of, um, uh, of, uh, star Wars that of return of the Jedi where Luke actually falls to the dark side. He's dressed in all black. Yeah. Um, does like we say, you know, we kind of talked about that a little bit. Like, does that make him a dark, you know, a gray Jedi, I almost said dark Jedi, uh, a gray Jedi or, <laughs> um, what do you guys think? You've about got, Luke? you've got a good point. You've got a good point. I mean, what what classes as dark force powers now before everyone jumps on my back choking people i don't condemn but <laughs> is that classed as a sith or a dark force power because it's choking someone yeah it is, that is, is a dark side power is is invading someone's mind and telling them to do stuff wow classes a light force power then 
I'm going to bring that it, up too because. <laughs> and if not, if the answer to both of them is no, then does that make you a great Jedi? <laughs> <laughs> They're um, all great Jedi. Yeah. Oh, I think, I think, like you say there with Luke, it's a bit, a bit like Mace Windu to an extent. I, I think they sort of not use the the the, the dark side powers, but they they they, they touch on them. Hmm. Gain strength from them a little bit, but they're not like completely evil. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. Yeah, I knew that was going to be a tough one because, like, then I think that's another thing too we discuss is like. You know, and I, there's no rule book. I don't have a book on what, you know, force choking, lightning, you know, <laughs> they call it, you know, Sith lightning or whatever. Like, so, um, and and then tapping into the minds. Like, we've seen, we most of the time we see the Sith or whatever Kylo Ren is uh, doing these things. But then we have these instances and we always take that as the, you know, that's a Sith thing to do. You're violating somebody's mind and all that stuff. But, in the Soka Tano, in the Soka series, um, Hulang yeah. asked her, hey, how did you get that information? And, you know, she's multiple times she says the Jedi Order is over. I didn't follow yeah. standard protocol. So is yeah. Ahsoka? I know she's Ahsoka the White now, but is she Ahsoka the Grey before <laughs> that? <laughs> I almost want to yeah. say that she was because she said, like, I am no Jedi. But again, she fights against the dark she fights against evil so yeah palpatine versus more and savage you know you got evil versus evil doesn't make any of them good yeah i think again going to what's about cal kestis i think i think ahsoka's our second official gray jedi all right so we've got ahsoka and cal kestis according to jack taylor how do you fall on those two then? Like with everybody else, <laughs> Cal and, and Ahsoka, like where, where are we, where are we, where are you at now mentally with those two characters, I guess? It's just, it's hard because they are good people, but they don't well, just follow a hundred percent of the light. Right. Yeah. I mean, unless Cal yeah, just I'll... turns into a jerk, but. <laughs> <laughs> but. All right. Yeah. yeah. Um, Asaz Ventress. She would be like the opposite Ooh. of everything. She was trained to be a Sith, but she ends up being a pretty good person. And I know Martin must yeah. like her because you know, he read Dark Disciple. And by the end of that book, I mean, I'm crushed how it ends. So is Asaz Ventress a gray Jedi because she comes from the dark? She's never really gets to complete her Jedi training. She did start out as a Jedi training, you know, as a Padawan and everything. Uh, does that make a, uh, Asajj, is she a gray Jedi? What do you think, Martin? I would say, I would say she's more, in my opinion, I'd probably say she's more Sith. Okay. Yeah. But she does a lot of good things to help. Like she helps Ahsoka. She helps Quinlan, you know. Um, but yeah, I can see. So is she a white Sith? Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. Yeah, I like that. I like that because when right. when Ahsoka so um, like cleanses the lightsabers, they go white from being evil too, right? <laughs> yeah. All right. <laughs> What do you, Jack Taylor? What do you guys think about Asajj? Um, character overall, I think she comes close to being a great Jedi. But I'd, I'd agree with Mida. I think she's still, she's still on that Sith. Um, she's still in that Sith brain. category for me. Okay. Yeah, yeah. she's in the gray area. <laughs> Go with that. Um, yeah. <laughs> Because that just makes me think of, like, the same thing as, like, no. Well, I was just going to say, like, what is Asajj Ventress to what Kylo Ren is? He's not a Sith. He's just a dark... They're just dark side followers, but they're not Sith. But then they both are kind of... 
I don't know. It's hard. It's really hard to say. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because I mean, technically, Kylo's a Knight of Ren, right? He's not a Sith. Doesn't have Sith eyes. Yeah. You know, we don't have a ton of information about the Knights of Ren, but I mean, we've gotten a little bit here and there. Um, yeah, so I think some of the stuff we don't have enough information for. I guess really technically we'd have to come to an agreement on the idea of Grey Jedi or Bendu um, as a title. Um, yeah. Here's one I think, and you know, this kind of goes along with Ahsoka, but Balin Skull, right? I he doesn't have Sith eyes. I mean, he's doing what he has to do. He's a bounty hunter. He's you know he's kind of like Ty. He's kind of like Asajj. Um, he was a Jedi. He sees that the, you know it means it kind of falls under Luke Skywalker as a Jedi must end from the Last Jedi. So he's got a lot of similarities with a lot of different characters, and he is trying to. Well, we don't know exactly what he's trying to do, but he's trying to get to the beginning and stop the cycle of you know madness as he as he talks about. Um, but he's bringing Shin up to be a Jedi. I mean, she's not a Sith. She's not. So is Balin a gray Jedi? Is, you know. Yeah, it's a difficult one, I think, with him. Um, because to me, I think he's a Sith. Well, in fact, I wouldn't really class him as anything. I mean, we don't really know enough. But if I had to class him, I would class him as a Sith gone crazy. Mm -hmm. In my head, I think he's been through too much trauma. Uh, and now I think his, the Sith code of just you know getting through everything is 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 way of coping with stuff. And I, I sort of disagree with Shin Hattie. I definitely think she's a Sith because even he says to her she's going for power. You know that's the one thing Sith crave is power. Yeah. Uh, so I think I, I definitely think Shin Hattie is a Sith. Balon, I think I probably I probably mark him down as a Sith gone crazy more than a Grey Jedi. Right. Well, because he's even like, oh, it's a shame to kill them and stuff. Because he doesn't oh, want that's... to kill if he doesn't have to. Yeah. 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 I, I think he's so focused on this this goal that he has, this, this plan, that everything else has fallen to the wayside for him. That's the impression. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, mm. yeah, that's a good one. Um, and we're coming down to my last Jedi, and this is kind of why I brought this all up. And this is the whole reason that, you know, bring the Bendu and bring up all these other characters. And you have these examples um, of Jedi straying and, and Sith straying to the other sides of things. And one of the things we've talked about, too, and I know we've mentioned it a bunch, is, you know, the Jedi Council seems to be seriously flawed, right? In Ray's movie, the new you know the new Jedi Order, is it time for the Gray Jedi or a Skywalker? Because originally I thought when it was like the Rise of Skywalker was going to be the end of the Jedi, and it was going to be like that was going to be the new title because she's going to possibly have you know connections to somebody. You know, is it Finn? Is it is it um, Poe? Whatever, um, Kylo himself. You know, how's that going to work? Do you guys think? that this would be the time period like this new movie. Cause obviously, you know, we're sitting here with the high Republic. We've watched the prequels. We've watched the original trilogy. We've watched the sequels. The Jedi order is flawed, right? Luke says it himself, you know, things need to change. Is this the opportunity that star Wars and Lucasfilm need to take to introduce characters yeah. that walk in the middle? Like, you know, are they, Bendu? are they Skywalkers or, you know, taking, um, you know, is this an opportunity to yeah. fix what's been broken or are we just going to, you know, we're we going to sit there and continue to do the same stuff wrong over and over and over again. Like, I think oh, it's my God. that would be such a good film. If, because we we're getting hints of this all over the place. Ray said, like, it's taking a different turn that we didn't expect, but that's why I want to do it. And think of her training with Luke with the, with the leaf. Everything is down to balance with Ray. You know? Like, it's not just the light. And she has seen that the Jedi were flawed. She learned from Luke, who um, learned from Yoda, and he made mistakes. And she learned from those mistakes. And she's literally been a dyad in the Force for somebody who's used the dark side like crazy. You know what I mean? So, yeah. I think we're onto something. Can you imagine if Ray? Like, starts teaching, like, like both. 
like using a little bit of your passion and your love towards giving you more power, but not getting absorbed by it. Oh, you heard it here first, folks. Explore the force. Would <laughs> <laughs> you recommend meet up? I would. Oh, I would love that because for me, the council, um, they, they. They don't like emotions being involved, do they? So, so no, no. But um, I think it, even Luke learned it to an extent that emotion isn't a bad thing, and that's what I love about the High Republic yeah. is that yeah. some of those Jedi in there they they don't let emotion rule their head, but they they carry the emotion with them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And also. Ray, yeah, Ray did go straight to the dark in the Last Jedi, didn't she? On that, yes, turn. exactly. Yeah, I'm with, I'm with me though. I think I think he's hit the nail on the head for me. Yeah, I think awesome. this is a good opportunity to um, open some things. I think there have been some hints of things in like the High Republic and other stuff. Not having these relationships, and even reading the Red Blade, which I've I'm, I've stopped, um, haven't been able to finish it. But she's another example of the Jedi Order kind of failing a Jedi. Yeah, you know, not you know, just being so stuck to traditions and things like that. I mean, obviously, it's not working. Cool, but, you know, yeah, and I, you know, I get it. Like, you know, we're all passionate people. We sit there and we watch sports and we do things. We have things that we love, and you know, you guys, yeah. some of you guys have got kids and. You know, it would be hard to control your emotions. If someone hurt your children, I promise you, all three of you are going to the dark side, right? I mean, it's like a snap <laughs> yeah. so I mean, I get that, I get the commitment, but there has to be something in between. You know, you're able to be rational or whatever. I know that as a head, as a coach, I used to just fly off the handle at things, and I've learned to take a step back, take a deep breath. But I mean, that's not the same thing as having kids. But in in my life, like that's the biggest change I've seen in myself is like. Just take a deep breath, relax, kind of like what Mito said at the beginning of our show. Deep breath, think about all the options. <laughs> don't, you know, don't yell at anyone. Don't say anything you're going to regret. Um, you know, just think about it. So I do think that this is a, this would be a great opportunity to change things. And maybe being a great Jedi is the answer. Like you can have, you know, you can have that if you want to. So. Um, it's the new Jedi order. My final. <gasps> yeah. The new Jedi order, you know? Um, so my final question, you know, we had this good talk and I, I've enjoyed it too. You guys, I hope you have as well, but final argument for or against gray Jedi. What do you guys think? So we know we were split 50, 50. Um, we'll start with you, Martin. Have, have we persuaded you? Do you want gray Jedi now? Do you want something that's down the middle? What do you think? I, I'm going to say it's not a bad thing to introduce something different or something new. So, yes. you know what? I'm here for it. All right. Excellent. You're more open-minded than council, Martin. Good job. Thank you. <laughs> Taylor, what about you? I, I'm super open to the idea of just a force user being in balance. But I really hope they don't call it Grey Jedi, because to me, the Jedi is a religion of multi-religions that use the Force. So, if you're not a Jedi and you don't want to follow the Jedi code, then you're not a Jedi. You're something else. But I like the, I like the idea of balance. Balance. Jack, what about you? Yeah, no change for me. I'm more than happy yeah. with it. But I'm also... Um, on par with Taylor as well, rather than calling it Grey Jedi, it's, it's called something else as well. Yeah. A lot for that. Yeah, because we've got yeah. Jedi, we've got Sith, something in the middle now, something different. But for me, Grey something or whatever, or I don't know, a balanced cheese maybe. I like that idea. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I kind of stand, like, I like the idea. A Grey Jedi might just be a term that doesn't really fit for people or vibe. If you gave it a name like the Bendu or Skywalkers mm. or something, you know, you change the name from Jedi. It'd be cool to if it was Skywalkers. Yeah, I mean that's what I thought the Rise of Skywalker was going to be. I thought that it was gonna, like the end of the Sky Jedi, and Ray was going to become the first Skywalker. 
like Jedi. User. Yeah. Do, do I mean yeah. like basically just replacing the word Jedi and it was going to be Skywalker and she was going to bring in this whole new age of force users. So obviously we didn't yeah. get that, <laughs> but so <laughs> maybe we will. <laughs> Who knows? We've got a lot of good ideas between this show and Brandon's show. We've, uh, We've given Lucasfilm a ton of movie ideas. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Here you go. Sure, get me point. <laughs> so, well, all right, folks, yeah. I think that we've kind of talked about this. We've gone around in some circles. Uh, we'll see what happens. <laughs> Let us know in the comments, how you feel about gray Jedi. Does that term make you want to fly off the handle and rage and become a full on Sith or, you know, you find the balance. <laughs> Do you think certain Jedi, you know, are gray Jedi or not gray Jedi? Is it just the, is it just the terminology itself that bothers you? So um, mm-hmm. let us know in the comments. You can find us everywhere at Explore the Force, you know, Twitter, X, whatever it's called, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, <laughs> Spotify, Apple Podcast, all that stuff. We're there. Just type it in and you'll find us. So, yeah. Taylor, do awesome. you want to? Again. Just want to thank Mido as well before we all wrap up. Ah, thank uh, you. It's been a pleasure and an honor. Thank you so much. Yeah, mm-hmm. Mido, do you want to let the guys know where they can find you, buddy? So I'm on TikTok, Threads, and Instagram, and YouTube, all at the Midalorian. Awesome. And as we always do before we wrap up, we have to have a little um, like quote or a saying. Okay, so Mido will give you a little bit of time. Or I'll let you go after me. But from Taylor. For light and life. And from me, there is passion yet peace. There is serenity yet emotion. There is chaos yet order. Beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> go on, Mida. Okay, I've got the old-fashioned, but a good one. It is do or do not, there is no try. Awesome. <laughs> You know, again, congratulations when this recording comes out. You will have gone 365 days of Star Wars. That is awesome, sir. It was a pleasure. I know all three of us love following you and seeing everything. Um, congratulations on that. I can't wait to see what the last thing that you do. There's got to be some pressure there to make it a big one. Um, for all of us and all the great, great Jedi in the world, we have spoken. <laughs> see you guys next week. See you next Bye. week. <laughs>